This is Hold Up AFK with Perdana and Kenny. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Hold Up AFK, episode 24. 24. We're getting closer to the, uh, to the raffle, Kenny, to pick the winner of the $5. It's a right? whopping $5. We have a, we have a good, consistent... 12 listeners <laughs> it's solid or so it's solid <laughs> and uh and some of them are pretty interactive they they we have some submissions for the five dollars and then the picture is coming up too remember the one dollar <laughs> picture for the nendroid so you right? can win a total of six dollars that's there almost a lunch bucks. that's almost that's a lunch. actually um half a lunch that's uh uh dead rising on sale right now on ps4 Wait, which is six bucks? Wait, no way, really? Yeah, so Dead you can buy Dead Rising one or two with the money you get from us. Okay. All right, people. Okay. On PS4, so, so yeah. So what's going on, man? Well, how's your week been? Uh, it's been interesting. A lot of news. A lot of news just today. Yeah. Today. What's some What's some news that? came up on well gaming news you hear about how bethesda is charging now charging a hundred bucks for fallout 76 like a subscription service kind of thing like a package a hundred bucks for a whole year yeah yeah they're gonna give you content for for a whole year for a hundred bucks why don't they just make it free and then and then just like do microtransactions i don't know what the deal is i don't know what they're doing they're trying to make fallout 76 into a live service game but it's no no one's yeah, I don't, I don't know I anyone like, that's playing it. And that's the thing. I feel like they're charging just because people were getting pissed that they might um, they might do free to play and then microtransactions. And it's like, who cares if they do that? I think you know that's the way things run now. Yeah, live service games, right? Yep. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't think I'm gonna skip out on that. I do have a game on my psprice.com. What? I don't know if you, you know about that. No. All right. So this Tell is, me. I'm going to give our, less, our listeners a heads up because I told my friend about this and he said he, I never told him, but now he'll know, all our listeners will know. So PS price is like Steam wishlist, you know? Okay. So on PC, on Steam, you're going through the Steam store. You're like, oh, this game is cool, but this is expensive. I'm just going to put this in my wish list. Mm-hmm. And then you have all these games in your wish list. And then once it's on sale, you'll get a no- notification on email saying, hey, you know, this game is on sale on Steam. Click here. So PS price is like that for console games, uh-huh. all console games. And it's also for digital and retail. Okay. And it'll give you a price history. So right now I'm looking at, I have a list of games on there. And if the game is on sale, it'll email me and then it'll tell me, hey, um, this is on sale for this much. This is a price history. And then you can see like, oh, the game's been on sale for $10 cheaper. I'll just wait again. you know. Right, and then right. it'll tell you like if it's on digital or on Amazon or whatever. So, yeah, that's PS prices. How yeah, did we get pretty here? good. We're talking about Fallout 76, how it should go basically free to play at this point. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because there's a new game called outer worlds made oh, yeah. by obsidian yep people that made so, fallout 3 the actual last good fallout game which is i thought they made vegas yeah they right? made vegas wait no no yeah, i'm yeah, sorry I, i'm sorry yeah they made new vegas i'm sure yeah 
Yeah, and I heard that it's doing pretty good. Wait, uh, it's not out yet. I thought it is out. There's reviews for it. Oh, maybe they lifted the embargo. Oh, okay. But okay. I know that's coming out tomorrow, and uh, Call of Duty is coming out tomorrow. Wait, Call of Duty is coming out tomorrow? Everybody, Call of Duty is tomorrow, bro. That's what I was talking to you today about. I was like, oh, I canceled my PC pre-order and got but it. I didn't know it's coming out tomorrow because there, there was another. There's another piece of Call of Duty controversy that came out today. Oh my gosh, what happened? Tell me now. Well, it's all about Call of Duty Mobile, so it's not really what. It's the I, best game in the world. I know it's on mobile pretty, at least. It's actually pretty fun. I, I actually really like it. I really <laughs> like the game. I like it. So what's a lot. the controversy? Well, the controversy has to do with the Halloween event they're doing right now. And Halloween has, event on Call of Duty Mobile? Yeah. Uh, you can play it right now? You can log in. No, my, my wife loves Call of Duty. Yeah, she's and, like uh, 40. She's, ta- she's talking about the Halloween event. Yeah, well, make sure she doesn't spend any money on it because the way it works. Don't spend is, any money on it, babe. Do not spend right, money. Go ahead. Your PSA. The controversy right now is for the Halloween event, there's a random roll to get basically it's like a bingo card with certain items there's like skins uh xp guns and lots of other oh yeah there's basically a skin. roll yeah what yeah, yeah. Mean, like so an imagine, rng like a dice roll yeah dice roll to get uh oh. to get certain items on the board and it yeah. cancels out but the way basically they're saying that the skin that everyone wants like the big ticket item yeah, has a forty percent chance of if you rolling that, but if you look at the actual numbers, it's a blatant lie. It's a blatant lie, and it basically costs you two hundred dollars to get everything you want, which is the premium skin. Correct. Is that what everyone wants? So how does it cost two hundred bucks? Because you're re you're rolling every time you roll you to roll you have to pay a certain amount of cod points, right? Call of Duty points. Okay, but that number increases because the items on the board decreases because you keep getting you you're going to get them all eventually i see so this is people complaining about whales buying cosmetic items yep yep okay but there's nothing advantageous for having that skin no no not really but it's just so why are you pred- whining well the predatory <laughs> pricing here i mean the predatory nature of it all it's like okay fine you're telling me that I have a 42% chance of getting this item. Yeah. Fine, that's fair. That's almost a 50-50 chance. So I'd expect every time I roll, I would have a 40% chance. But it's not like that. It's really more like what's happening is pay a certain amount of money to get until yeah. this point to get to the skin. Because it's just a ga- – think about a gambler, right? It's all about some costs. Like, all right, I'm – there's 10 items on the board. I want I want this one item. I only really want this one item. Okay, I buy one. Uh, I get, I, I know I feel like I have a 40% chance of getting there. I Okay, I don't mind trying for like two, three times to get it. And they get you feel like you're getting closer and closer and closer. And then it's all about like the fallacy of sunk cost here. So you know what? I'm almost yeah. there. I'm so close to getting it. You know, I might as well spend another few bucks to get that thing and this is where people with gambling addictions start they prey upon these people like just one more and i'll get it one more so dang so predatory tactics that's what it pretty much is yep because the problem you know, here but the, yeah. here's the real main problem it's like okay fine 
an adult that's just being irresponsible right yeah but if these are these these games kids are playing them kids yeah but that's the thing so as a parent i would just be like no you can't buy call of duty points yeah yeah that's how i just tell my kid why can't parents do that to their kids because their kids are precious little angels. <laughs> See, this is going to be a whole different conversation about <laughs> parenting now. Okay? This episode is going to be about parenting, everybody. <laughs> but no, I mean, that's the thing. At some point, I feel like what it, it's like a gray area, right? Mm-hmm. I feel like it's like a gray area, like predatory practices. Like um, people, because I've talked to like people about um, things and they say, oh, you know, if um, in the true market, it'll filter itself out because people just talk with your wallets. You know, that's like what a lot of gamers say too. Like, yep. talk with your wallets and don't buy it. But at the end, I remember when they had like that one Call of Duty. Um, there was like this controversy too a long time ago, and people were like, boycott Call of Duty. And then every one of my friends' list on Steam was playing Call of Duty. And I was like, <laughs> oh, so much for the boycott, you know? I so that. I feel like. Um, People should just let these companies do what they do, and then they won't make any money off it, and then they'll just go bankrupt. You know, or not bankrupt, but they just won't do it again. You know, mm-hmm. the reason why companies are doing the way doing the things they're doing is because people are buying. Mm-hmm. Right, money mm-hmm. makes the world go around. You know, mm-hmm. it's uh, like the Wu like Wu Tang Clan said, "Cream." What's cream stand for? I forget. Oh my God, Kenny! Cash rules everything around me. Uh, See. And that's what it is, dude. I mean, um, think about like DLCs. Um, I don't know if you remember the controversy with Dragon Age where they had DLCs, but then they implemented it into the main game. So when you ran into like a door, it'll say like, oh, you can't go in this door unless you buy this DLC. And it's just like, why the hell would you have all these like features out there and then behind a paywall message you know <laughs> i think just don't include it you know or I just agree. wait and make an expansion pack or I just agree. have it free <laughs> but um but yeah so that's my little rant about dlcs and predatory practices <laughs> anything else going on in your world or came across uh i finally saw joker <gasps> yeah oh, I, saw, I haven't seen I it yet it. but i kind of know what it's about is it really about an incel no no he's not an incel at all <laughs> yeah it's about him being abused by his mom right pretty much uh, spoiler no spoiler or spoiler uh you can spoil it i'm planning to watch it when it goes to dvd okay well i don't want to spoil too much but okay what do i want to say about it uh, i would say it's more about basically a guy with, with a shitty life like a really shitty life and mental problems and a series of very, very bad events. Like he's already had a shitty life, but then a series of escalating bad events that sends him down a spiral that he can't get out of. Ah, I see. Yeah, and it's yep. and it goes back to one of my favorite themes. I do like the themes of uh, rich versus poor theme. Oh, because of uh, Parasite, that movie. Yeah. Which was better, Parasite or Joker? Uh, I would say overall, I have probably. Oh, that's a tough one. Okay. Which film would I recommend? I probably re- would recommend Parasite over Joker because I'd feel like Joker wouldn't be for everyone, but it is a very good movie. 
but Joker. Parasite is just easier to swallow. I feel like if you're a little uncomfortable with things, I would say Joker. I mean, Parasite, but Joker is probably comfortable, like with what violence or violence. something. Or? But the funny thing is, I would feel like they're both equally violent. Huh? Yeah. yeah. Maybe Parasite might even be a little more violent. Okay, I need to watch because the the previews I saw said Parasite was like a dark comedy. Yeah. Is it? Yeah, it's definitely a dark comedy. Def- I kind of want to watch um, the Art of Defense or something like that. What's that? What it's called. It's I think it's called the Art of Defense or let me see, Art of Defense. Somebody pull it up, Jamie. See, that's pull what up. it would be like if we were in Joe Rogan's podcast right now. Yeah. We have like, uh, yeah. him pulling up the information. Art of self defense. It's with the guy that played um uh Marcus Zuckerberg, I think. Oh yeah, just uh what's his name? Jesse I forgot his name. Jesse but it's supposed to be like they said the tone feels like fight club ish. It's like a fight club ish tone and it's like super violent. I wanna see it. It's one of those indie classic movies that's artistic, I think. How'd you hear about this? It's A twenty four, bro. I think it is. Uh, I don't know who it is. Is it? I don't know how to check. But what I also saw, I saw yesterday actually, was Lion King. Ah. And you ah. can watch it too because you're on my Google family. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> but it does fall into what I said would be the problem with Lion King, which is they're too that they copy much Kimba? like an animal. They copied Kimba, the white lion. Huh? They, they copied Kimba the White Lion. Oh, yeah. Well, I don't know what the story about Kimba is. Is it exactly the same? <laughs> yeah, it's exactly the same. Okay. Well, in this new Lion King, yep. they just look like animals. So when Mufasa dies, spoiler, Mufasa dies. No. Um, you can't tell if Simba's sad or not. <laughs> oh, he, but he has tears. <laughs> he doesn't have tears. Wait, what? It's a fucking lion, dude. How are you going to know if a lion's frowning? Lions cry. Do they? I don't know. I can't tell if a lion's... You Cats know. can cry. They can cry. But you can't... The thing is, you can't express that, dude. It's it's different from, like, a facial expression, you know, with eyebrows and stuff. Yeah. Do you think eyebrows are essential to... You, you're you're an artiste. Yeah. Do you think eyebrows are what makes uh, expression? Well, it has nothing... I don't... I wouldn't... I don't, I don't claim to know these things, but my, my theory, or at least my concept of uh, that would be is... We are humans, and we like to project human-like features onto anthropomorphize things. Yeah, and I feel like, well, that's the thing. Like cats, certain animals just don't have those muscles in their face to yeah. do the expressions that we associate with with human expressions. Yeah. And and sometimes they do, sometimes they don't, and we project on that. And the biology just isn't there. I would say. What am I trying to say? So you're saying eyebrows, right? Yeah. One, like eyes, human eyes are very important for expressing emotion. And I feel like cats, like big lions or just cats in general don't have those, don't have those muscles in their head. They don't have the biology to do that. So I think. Most animals don't. Yeah. Most 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 animals don't. Most don't. And that's the, and that's the thing. That's the, like my biggest gripe with. Lion King it's like it's dude the CGI and the animals look amazing yeah but then it just looks like you know those like funny videos where people like uh dub over animals yeah yeah it just feels like that (laughs) (laughs) because when they say oh like the oh sound 
you know, there's a specific way your lips oh. move, right? As a, when you say "oh," and animals don't do that, so they they don't make those like facial expressions and those and those little like things. So it's kind of weird, but I like the music. The graphics were really good. The CGI was really good. I yeah, just to watch it once. I got it for super cheap. That's why I bought it. But um, what yeah, do you that think? Good. What do you think that they did better than the animated version? Uh, the CGI. (laughs) (laughs) Did you you know that they use CGI in the first one? There's only one shot that's in CGI. Really? Yeah, the the buffalo scene, the the scene. Yeah, that was all CGI. I did not know that. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty cool. Yeah. Um. What else? I don't know what else. This week. That's it. I think I just because I was sick. I was getting. I was still. Um covering from sickness mm-hmm. and um if anyone hears my son in the background he's here bugging me by the way but uh <laughs> but yeah i was yeah i didn't really do that and then you know every time i'm sick and i have free time at home i'm just monster hunting monster uh, hunting. yeah then now i'm going to be call of dutying but yeah other than that there's not much from my end i did have some things but i didn't write it down that's yeah, okay so i guess it'll be a good time right now to get into our segment then right all right let's go all right let's get into it okay let's go all right so what's today's theme penny today we're talking about the apocalypse the end times post apocalypse Right, right, post-apocalypse. Or, you know, oh, yeah, same thing. Same thing. <laughs> <laughs> so we're talking about all this depress, depressing things because uh, Halloween's coming up. But it's a genre that, it's it's interesting, you know? It's a, would you say it's a sub-genre or it's a real, it's like a main genre? Uh, a, I would Sci-fi, say it's a, maybe. Right? It's a sub-genre of science fiction. There you go. Or horror all right. Yeah. And um, I just want to start this topic off with something I want to share with everyone. Okay. Do you know about the Fermi paradox, Penny? Uh, no, I do not. And the great filter? I All right. Do, I do so, not. So this is, uh, correct me if I'm oh, wrong. Oh, wait, wait. People. I do know about the great filter. I do know about oh, that. Oh, my God. Yes, yes, right, yes, Let me yes. start with the Fermi paradox first. Okay. Then, all right? Okay. So you know about the Fermi paradox. It's about the civilizations. There's type one. Oh yes. Type two. Yes. Type three. Yes. And I think is there a type four? I just didn't know the name for it. Oh okay. Yeah. Can you tell us what the uh, civilizations are, Kenny? Uh, or or do I have to Google it? You should Google it because I okay. don't want I don't want to give incorrect information. Actually, no, I have it. I have. Right. Okay, so I remember now. Type one civilization. So it's we're talking about civilization civilization that has the ability to use all the energy on their planet. We're talking like full optimization, right? We're talking yeah. We're 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 not quite a type one, but we're very close. We're close, I would say. Which is like, what kind of energy for type one? Uh, well, we're nuclear about, maybe. Uh, well we can okay. So we harness almost everything. Think about it. We have solar. Right, we have the light. We have yeah. water with our dams, with hydropower. Yeah, we have wind power. Right, 
Yeah. We also have uh, natural gas, like natural stuff, like found in the found in the ground, like yeah. gas. Uh, what else? What else is naturally occurring that we use? I'd probably say the only thing electricity, we're not, right? What city? Electricity, like lightning. Well, we use like all the stuff to generate. We use all that stuff to generate electricity. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. I don't think we've ever then, harnessed. Have we harnessed like like thunder, like no, lightning? Not like storm. Storm. Yeah. No. But so that's type one. Yep. Type two is pretty much utilizing the sun's energy, right? Yeah. So not not solar power, but this is like like if we built a giant sphere around the sun that collects its energy and then we route it to some giant battery and then use that for something, you know. So that would be type two civilization. Okay. And then type three is accessing powers from other galaxies from the entire galaxy, harness right? I thought it was the, the entire, entire galaxy. galaxy. Yeah, pretty much the entire galaxy. Yeah. So once we do that, then that means we could probably start talking to other civilizations and all this stuff. But the problem but what does is that like, even mean? What does that even so, mean? Though? So that's the there's the paradox right there is that because you can't type comprehend one, two, that. and three. Right, right. Uh, there should be a type three civilization somewhere, or a type two, or people are still stuck at type one. You know. That we know but, of, I mean. That we know of, but where is everyone? That's but how where would you even observe that? Okay, we're talking. Okay, type one is just civil. Just it's all about has to do with energy usage, right? Yeah. I mean, how would we be able to measure that from where we are? Because you're talking about type three, they have the ability to harness a galaxy. All right, there are yeah. billions of galaxies within the universe, the observable known universe. There's billions of galaxies. Yeah. How, how do we not know that one of them? Is a type three, exactly, and that's the thing. That the thing that's we don't know, and and so this is where the great filter comes in. Uh, okay. So the great filter is a theory where there's a specific point in time where um, everyone either, if you're before the filter, that means that you go through a process where your your planet was made. There's evolution on your planet. People make civilizations. And then after that, once you hit the great filter, um, you die. Or um, when you do all that stuff, you pass the great filter mm -hmm. and you become a type three civilization. And we just haven't hit the great filter yet. So um, right now, if the issue is that no one has achieved past the great filter yet mm -hmm. that means that all the other beings on other planets are rushing to get past that filter so then they could become a type 3 civilization but if there are a bunch of civilizations that are out there that have passed the great filter and died that means we are all waiting to die and get to that filter so the good thing is we don't know where that filter is. Is it after Civilization 1? Is it after Civilization 2? Or is it right before Civilization 3? So we might be the ones that pass the Great Filter. And that's why we don't see other, any other aliens because they all but died. That's, because that's also a scary thought. What if we're the only ones that made it, right? So yeah. we're alone. 
So, and that's the thing. So, this is where our topic of conversation is. So, okay. the great filter that we all inevitably could hit could be things like nuclear war, AI taking over. Like, all these civilizations have harnessed AI, have harnessed, um, like, developed uh, a matrix or developed some type of thing that inevitably destroys us and leads us to a post-apocalyptic world you know like and that causes all the civilizations to hit that great filter and die off so it could be nuclear war it could be famine it could be just destroying the planet it could be whatever it is right and essentially that's the theme of post-apocalyptic movies games and stuff is that these civilizations have hit the great filter and their world is being destroyed right so yep that's what this is going to be about. Our show is going to be about the types of filters, I guess, uh, and what kind of post-apocalyptic worlds that have happened. So, you know, a big debate right, or big talk right now is uh, climate change, right? So civilizations could hit a point where they've advanced so fast that they're destroying um, their planet and, and it's irreversible. So what's some movies that or games or anything that comes to mind uh, yeah well before damn the filter oh, man okay gotta, T- tell me I, about it i could tell you I, you want to say something about it I, I, I just gotta i gotta i gotta i gotta digest this information man. <laughs> <laughs> i know right you're just like shit yeah i might my, my my uh i'm either gonna be hitting an impending doom or i'm so lucky that i'm alone in this universe right damn. you're alone you're lucky to live but now you're alone because everybody else has has died off i know know. which which one's the better thought right (laughs) well one sounds well i don't know would you okay let me ask you this would you rather be first at something or or, be first and alone at the top yeah you know what the thing is with that there's endless possibilities so then we have we know that we've passed a great filter and we could make crazy spaceships or colonize other planets or you know we haven't hit the filter yet and the filter is when people start colonizing other planets they die so but i think i'd rather be alone in the front (laughs) but here's the other thing too what i i don't like the terminology of a filter meaning like once you hit it uh you might i feel like what happens is either you might plateau. It's like hills, right? It might be some. It's gonna be like a little harder to get past this one, but some people take a lot. It takes more time than others to get past. It's not really about civilization coming to an end. It's just gonna take some time. I feel like it just takes some time. Time to what? What's the? Because I think the, the end goal is to get the type three civilization. Right. You know? Right. To get to and, that point. But that's the thing. So, is a great filter so early on that yeah. like? It's where humans develop consciousness or develop tools that, you know, that that's where the great filter is that we've surpassed that. And now we're alone or um, is it still far away? Is it when we do figure out, you know, how to travel intergalactically and then realize that we're not as developed as the aliens or the other beings, you know, that's where... That's where that's where the scary part is, you know. Or do we just eventually? Does every creature eventually 
or like species eventually take over all the resources on their planet and then kill it you know like like that's the thing that's kind of like makes you wonder like where are we headed you know, the scar- they're the scariest subgenre of horror for me has always been. What? Cosmic horror. Like, Dude, cosmic horrors are badass. But so that's the thing. Scary. Like the thing, right? It's so Is scary. It like the thing. No, well, and kind of like well, the thing. I don't know if you call it, that qual- qualifies as cosmic horror, but we're talking like H.P. Lovecraft kind of sc- those kind of stories. Something so like, scary you can't comprehend. It's just. Like this kind of stuff, it's so out there, such a such a foreign concept that you just can't comprehend like what it is. That's the thing. That's why, like, okay, so I'm gonna. I know I've talked about this topic a lot. But, yeah. And I don't know if this is post-apocalyptic, but, but the Matrix, dude, that's like. Oh, it's definitely post-apocalyptic. That's the thing, and that thing is like, is I would, you know, sometimes I could, I would consider that almost. A horror movie too because like <laughs> it just questions your existence and like, yeah you know like when you go to sleep is that when you're when you're rebooting your system when the system in the matrix is rebooting and because you technically everybody when they fall asleep they yep. lose consciousness pretty much True. you know you're 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 vulnerable you could be stabbed you could you know something could happen to you but at the same time your system's rebooting and you're getting revitalize you know your, your body is healing and it's like you know is that like a symbolism or metaphor to the machine that we all are and that we're all attached to you know like like i don't know and then like know, is, is this does, does the grand designer did they did they make it that way like literally our blood is in the real world or in the matrix world is like oil or some type of other substance and he just made it blood and like the computer system in ours is our white blood cells and it's Whoa. really like nanobots you know or something like, that's the thing that's like to me like they should do matrix 4 all in the matrix world and show how the world works now you know and like all the crazy because i think animatrix yeah that was pretty trippy you know they could have made that into like a scary trippy sci-fi yeah yeah, but they did. Really... they did. They did. They had some really good episodes in that little short clips. I really like yeah. that. I really like hope this one new where make... the kids found the glitch. That oh could be yeah, that... played off as like ghosts or like something crazy, a paranormal. But, but then it's really like the glitch in the Matrix, you know. But they killed all those kids. Remember, they wiped them all out. Oh, shit, they, oh, they found shit. the glitch. Oh, shit, See? they're just kids being kids. They're just having fun. And that's the thing. So that's one of the great filters is are we going to get to a point where like everyone is tired of their normal lives and they're just going to be jacked into the matrix and live in a virtual reality world. It's like black mirror, black mirror would be like things that you don't like then. Right. Cause that's uh, a lot of it's kind of scary. Yeah. It makes you feel uncomfortable. There's every single episode makes you feel uncomfortable. Like, damn, I feel gross. Yeah. <laughs> like shit. <laughs> but then there's just like normal stuff, right? Like, um, um a natural purging you would say i guess which is could be like a zombie apocalypse you know where we've developed all these medicines and that we are going to get to a point where our body has is trying to fight and the 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 bacterias that are getting more and more stronger cuz i heard mm-hmm. right now there's actually 
a super disease in LA. Um, oh fuck! I think it's. I don't know if anybody knows, but my friend told me it's super gonorrhea. So it's like gonorrhea, gonorrhea that you can't get rid of. I don't know what's. I don't even know what gonorrhea is per se. I just know it's a STD. Do you know what it is? E, uh, from literature, from from reading, <laughs> <laughs> it's a bacterial infection. It's not a viral infection. So gonorrhea, what it does is it affects your urethra, and it's like. It, it's a bad bacterial infection, and yeah. it could cause bleeding in the urethra, and it's very painful, from what I've heard. Okay. Yeah. So right now in LA, as we speak, or in probably major cities with the swiping culture, mm-hmm. um, Google super gonorrhea, and it's something that scientists are and uh, what is it the CDC are struggling to combat against, and they're trying to figure out a way kill it and that's the thing that's scary is like the cdc knows all this shit um that's going around that are in dormant hosts so i don't know if you know about it but um i was listening to another great podcast called star talk radio with Mm -hmm. neil grace tyson and he had an episode about diseases and apparently there's a fuck ton of killer diseases out there living in animals that are immune to it and it just takes one person that's retarded. I mean, not retarded. Sorry. Sorry for the R word, everybody. But <laughs> stupid. <laughs> and they go out and eat a bat for some damn reason. Or they go out and eat a gu- iguana on I a bear or something it. random. Game. Pretty much game meat, you know. Okay. And that's, and that's the thing. These species, some, some of these animals out there. They're immune to these diseases mm-hmm. that are either eradicated or diseases that we don't know about. Mm-hmm. And it just takes one outbreak. And then from patient zero, you know, all this craziness happens. And then that's how you could get a freaking zombie apocalypse, you know? Yeah. Some weirdo from some weird country brings in some weird dish and says, hey, you guys, try us out. You know, this is really popular in my village or whatever. And then. People eat it and they get sick and then they turn into some crazy like zombie type thing and just spread it around. That oh. would be the worst apocalypse to live in, I think. So you heard it here. No more ethnic food, guys. No more ethnic food. <laughs> <laughs> no more no more chicken feet, everybody. <laughs> no chicken feet from Dimso, all right. <laughs> Dude, I wonder if fried chicken feet would be good. Dude, anything fried's good. Literally, the anything. thing is, the reason why I don't like chicken feet is because it's not, it's like kind of slimy looking texturally. What do you mean? It's just like you, gelatin. Do you, eat, do you eat chicken feet? Sometimes, not all the time, but I don't know. I think it's because just imagine eating chicken and then the skin is not fried. Like, you know, like a fried chicken, like that's what I would think it, chicken feet tastes like, right? I guess, but if you're in a feet like Quentin Tarantino's in the feet, you know, he'll love it. Oh, sick. Uh. I knew <laughs> he probably has a bunch of chicken feet under his bed. <laughs> uh all right wait we're gonna okay let's go back on topic okay back so on what topic. other <laughs> well i just want to things let's just go back to the beginning what post-apocalyptic is it's we're talking about apocalyptic and post-apocalyptic fiction what it really is it's a sub-genre of science fiction or science fantasy or even dystopian or horror um usually involves where Earth's technological civilization is collapsing or has collapsed, okay? So, so civilization could, collapsed pretty much. Yeah, right? basically. 
collapsing of civilization as we know it, or it's already after the civilization's collapse. I mean, there's a lot of things that cause the event. Some of the popular things that causes this event is we're talking about could be related to climate, you know, such as runaway climate change. We've seen that a lot. Uh, For example, we've seen in, in movies like Snowpiercer where we, there's climate change, we try to combat it with climate change, we create this weapon or this thing that turns the whole world frozen. And we've seen it all over, all in the, all these other movies like 2012, Day After Tomorrow, that's climate change. And then there's uh, yeah. then there's natural events like a comet hitting or something, or, or dragons suddenly appearing out of the out of the ground like that'd Breath be, of Fire. That'd be pretty tight. Yeah, and it destroys the whole civilization. <laughs> and then you have, <laughs> you have other things like man-made stuff we're talking, that's really pretty popular. Like nuclear fallout, that was a big one uh, in the after the events of World War II, and you have other things like man-made technology, like Terminator. We're talking about stuff like that, and uh, then there's other things too uh, that are biblical in nature. We're talking about like we're talking like the what, what do you call what, what's it called? Constantine. The, Constantine. No, yeah, but what, what is it called? Oh, fuck. The uh, end times. End times. No, there's one. There's another word for that. Rapture. Rapture. The rapture. There you, there go. you go. Yeah. Do you think that would be it? All right. Okay. Continue though. Before wait, I go wait, on my no, rant. I want to hear. I want to hear what I hear. What you want to say? All right. So I was listening to this YouTube channel called yeah. Krugs. I don't know. I can't pronounce it. Krugs or something like that. I don't know how to pronounce it, but. They were talking about the seed of life, all right? Yeah. So their theory – wait, what am I – hold on. Let me. Why am I thinking about this? Oh, okay, because you were talking about the Bible rapture. Okay. Mm-hmm. So their theory about life and how life works is that when you die, mm-hmm. you are reincarnated, but, but when you're reincarnated, you're not reincarnated in a timeline. You could be – a Chinese farmer in 1450. Oh, are you talking about the egg? Talking, yes, is that, is what, that what it's called? The egg. Okay, so the story is. Tell them about the egg. All right, tell them. Tell everybody. But it's, dude, I, I was like, so I found it on Ideas. Have you heard of that site? No, I didn't. <laughs> Ideas. <laughs> Ideas. Okay, like, I never heard about it, but now like, people will go to it. Okay. When you smoke a joint, you're just like, fuck, that's crazy, dude. So, <laughs> <laughs> anyway. The theory, the theory is that you you get reincarnated as a someone back in time or anyone, and when you die, you go back to this point and you talk to, I guess, I guess God, I guess that's what you would call him, a being, yeah, a being, higher being, a higher being talking to you. He sends you, and then what happens is when you wake up in that state, those memories from your past lives come back with you. And so each time you get reincarnated, you bring back memories from those old past lives until you realize one thing that every person on this planet that has ever been or, or has ever lived is the same person. And that's is you. You, yeah. So I am talking to myself. Kenny is talking to himself. And my son is myself, you know, because you are just reincarnated into a life randomly on the point of time on this timeline of earth Mm -hmm. and essentially you are populating the world and then i guess the being that you talk to or when you die 
that being is like the being that has reached that enlightenment where because i think people don't have access to memories like moira from x-men you know they just they have like hints of their past life and like they might have scars or they might have like a reoccurring issue that happened with their past life but essentially what the whole message is that you are yourself mm-hmm. i mean you everyone is you and you are everyone and that when you hurt somebody you're hurting yourself when you're being nice to someone you're being nice to yourself so just be nice everybody dudes all right be out there nice. this is this is the wholesome part of this episode is be nice all right because <laughs> you're just hurting yourself if but that's not the scary part. You're robbing want, from yourselves. But I want to <laughs> bring back. To, so the scary part of that theory is think about it. You read about all the stuff in the past of like during the medieval times, medieval torture is gross. It's like really disturbing shit. And then you read about the Holocaust and all the crazy shit that Hitler did. And you yeah. realize, fuck, if that theory was true, I was that person at one point in time on both sides, the guy that committed it and the guy that received it. Like, Fuck. That's the thing. That's why, like, I feel like you get, like, crazy people and, like, serial killers are just, like, that point in your life where, let's say you're struggling in your life and you're tired of, like, of, like, of all the shit that's done to you, but you just go through life and then you're at work and you have shitty boss, you have shitty coworkers, you go home, you have a shitty life, and you have a shitty marriage, shitty kids, shitty family. And then you die, right? Mm-hmm. You get reincarnated. And all that bad juju is still there. So then you become a serial killer. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the plot of the Joker, everyone. Maybe that's why there's bad people. Yeah. You know? And that's the sequel then, to the Joker that they're going to do, you know? There you go. But then sometimes those bad people reach, like, an enlightenment and reach, like, a good person that changes their life. And then, and then their life has changed, and then they, they've deviated from that bad life, and then they become good people. And then when they die, they get reincarnated, they become saints, you know? And that could be the cycle of life. Cycle of life. Dude, this episode's so deep. I know. We haven't even gotten to the part where about. We <laughs> <laughs> haven't gotten to the main topics. Oh, okay, that is, we are on the main topic. topic. We're on the main topic. It's all about, it's all about deep stuff today. Yeah. It's all about deep stuff. Yeah, not even high. I know. Should be. <laughs> okay. Let's what do I want to talk about? All right, everybody. Okay. What are you talking about? Okay. just want to talk about themes. I know I touched about it earlier, but just a couple themes that are popular in post-apocalyptic media we're talking about. So I mentioned climate change. I mentioned things like the nuclear holocaust, medical, like medical stuff. We're talking about like, like we were talking about earlier, runaway plague, super gonorrhea, everyone. Could you imagine a post-apocalyptic world where... Super, Super gonorrhea, just killing people. <laughs> yeah. People don't have sex, and it's like that movie. What is it? Children, Children of, of Men. Oh yeah, yeah. where people just don't want to have sex because there's like a ninety-eight percent chance you get super gonorrhea and you die. <laughs> Dude, that'd be crazy. There you go. Next million that billion dollar movie. IP right there. There you go. <laughs> you can just call it Super G. Super like, what's G. What's that? <laughs> like, what is this movie about? <laughs> it's a warning message. Tinder epidemic. Don't <laughs> start from Tinder. <laughs> Don't start right. That would be a crazy movie. Like this company, right? It's, it starts off with the company saying, "Like, oh, we created this app where people could, 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 uh, um, 
connect with people, yeah. 98% chance to find your find your uh, compatible person and you could have sex with them or whatever. And then, <laughs> and then people use it <laughs> and everyone develops later. super gonorrhea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, okay, so sorry. I, I went off tangent. Go ahead. Okay, okay. And <laughs> there's other things too, like, oh, another popular one. I think there's imaginative. I don't, I don't know any imaginative post-apocalyptic stuff could you imagine anything like that like We're talking like like fantasy yeah fantasy po- post-apocalyptic like if sauron ruled the world and frodo didn't end up throwing the ring in the mountain but usually post-apocalypse has to do with our civilization oh okay like um, you could see elements of it'd be in the realm of biblical i would think that's just biblical then we're talking like what okay outside of things i mentioned so like zombie invasion an alien invasion those are all things that we've seen i'm talking outside of things i've mentioned i haven't seen anything outside of that technological would be like Like terminator um, matrix um i can't uh, think of anything or probably war is like nuclear stuff yeah 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 that's man-made stuff that's all man-made or there could be a way there's one could be like sci-fi where our doppelgangers from a duplicate um dying dimension comes here and everyone's trying to find their doppelganger and kill them and replace themselves so they could live that's, in this that's out or what's that movie can i get out uh you spoiled that movie out but isn't that, out? that that was clones right no no what's that that's movie? a real what's spoiler the, no the name of us. the movie us yeah yeah those are dude, clones that- Dude, that, the more I think about that movie, it's really scary when you think about it. Like, the possibility of that underground society. That's impossible. Dude, it's so scary. It'd be like yeah. the Matrix. They'd be living in Zion. They would think, like, oh, the world out there is, like, fucked up. But then when they come out, they're like, what the hell? People are living normal. Dude, that world's so scary, though. It's just like this freaking scary-ass basement down. And you see, like, a doppelganger down there. God, it's so scary. That is scary. See, this is the kind of stuff that is pretty scary. That's so um. Scary. Why did you put Planet of the Apes? Oh, yeah. That's not that's, uh, post-apocalyptic. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. How is Always it? Do you want me to spoil the... apes invade us? No, no. I don't even oh, want that's, the, that's the freaking... Uh, that goes on with medicine, right? The, no. the, the... Well, there's you're thinking of the reboot. So the original Planet of the Apes, you Charleston Heston, uh, he travels... It looked like he was on a spaceship traveling to a different planet. But what yeah. he found what the... Spoiler is spoiler as spoiler every spoiler alert everyone for a sixty year old movie. Uh, the spoiler is that the planet he's on is actually still Earth. He never left Earth. He just went forward in time. Oh, yeah. And How do you go forward has, in time? Because on the, the on the plane, through the magic of space space travel. Mm. But uh, so he he's in a post apocalyptic world. Where the apes have just gone ape shit. Yeah. Well, not apes. It's basically <laughs> so far in the future that apes have evolved and basically humans have de-digressed and de-evolved into, like, they can't really talk and they're just idiots. Oh, and my you have gosh. mutants in the underground worshipping a nuclear warhead. It's crazy, Dude, I kind of like, I kind of like the reboot better. Oh, the reboot's good. I like the reboot. Yeah. I like that theory of, like, all the humans dying from... Uh, medicine that makes monkeys uh smarter yeah it's like a it's like a 
it's like a get back. You know, they got they get they got us back for all the shit that we do to monkeys. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Mad Max. You put Mad Max here. This I is a Mad typical. Um, I think the new Mad Max is climate change, right? Yeah. But I say, like, oh. everything is like desert, and everyone's looking for water. Water. And everyone but, lives on motor oil for some reason. Yeah, that's called diesel punk. Mad Max is responsible for a genre called diesel punk, where the hypo post-apocalyptic world where it's all about these cool beat-up cars that run on gasoline. I'm trying to think what else is in that. Oh scene. yeah, it's kind of like um, you know, like cyberpunk. So it's like it's called. Are you sure it's called diesel punk? I thought it was called something else. What Mad Max? Yeah. No, it's called diesel punk. Yeah. Okay. Diesel That's punk. a pretty. So, all right. And then uh, are we going to mention some games too? I see that we have games here. Yeah. Fallout is a pretty popular one, which is nuclear. Um. And then what's I don't I never played Metro. Oh, Metro's good. Metro, it's kind of hard to explain, but I don't. I don't. I don't remember what the event that caused collapse of society, but you're in a society's living underground now because the the top world or the the what do you call it the above world has been taken over by mutants, like crazy ass mm, mutants or something. Okay. And Not X-Men almost, mutants, crazy mutants. No, no, like we're talking like what kind of mutants? We're talking crazy creatures and stuff. But okay. The, well, it's a Russian developer. It, it, I don't know for some reason. It's off a novel, lot, though. Yeah, a lot of Russian media has to do with the apocalypse. Because the nukes, dude. Yeah, uh, it's also pretty bleak there, from what I've heard. Oh, from, from all the Sorry, American Russia. propaganda I've read. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, that that one's it's a first-person shooter. You, the first game takes place primarily within the the subways the that's yeah. what's called metro and, oh. and at the time it had amazing graphics it's probably one of the few games to really push my pc at the time it, it looks kind of really... like um stalker i'm looking yeah. at it now yeah it's kind of like oh. that and, and it's set in russia too yep set in russia yep. right yep yeah i think a new one just came out i want to try it i've always wanted to try it but I don't know. It wasn't really clear on what kind of game it is. So it's a post-apocalyptic game. Yeah. Metro Exodus is the newest game that came out. I see. I see. I see. Uh, oh, you got Last of Us. That's that's a that's a zombie-type post-apocalyptic, right? Yeah. That's more of a... Me- well, it has to do with medicine. Not medicine, but um, it's a real-world fungus that takes over ants right now. And so they use it as inspiration for this game. So like a super fungus. Oh, yeah. I know about that one. Yeah. That so turns the bugs into zombies, right? Yep. Yep. Basically. And they use it as an inspiration to inspire this world. So basically the super fungus took over humans and turning humans into rabid monsters, fungus monsters. Oh, that's that's a good one. And part two is coming out. Yeah. Part two is coming right. out. Everybody, everybody pick it up. I heard it's pretty it. cool. I have to play the first one through. I thought you didn't like pretty it. I thought, you, I thought you played and didn't like it. I didn't beat it. Why not? I played it. I got really far, and then I was like, I don't know. If something happened, probably Grand Theft Auto came out or something. Yeah, Grand Theft Auto was pretty good. No, but it's good, yeah. though. The story's good. I think it's really good. 
Okay, I need to play that. Um, what else? Yeah, I think I think that's the only one I know that's kind of like that. I, I know there's a movie out there. I forgot what movie it is, but it had the same thing where everyone was going crazy because of a giant, like, living organism that spread a fungus out. And at the end of the movie, um, they burned it. What movie is that? Uh, Check Out the Killer Tomatoes? No. What the hell is that? <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to figure it out, but it's just like Last of Us. Okay. And it's a good movie. Okay. Um, and then you wrote here Death Stranding. I don't know anything about Death Stranding. It's postponed. Neither do I, apparently. Why'd Neither does anybody. Because it's an upcoming game. I just want to get people talking about upcoming games. Like, okay, who's going to know anything in the past? <laughs> yeah, Death Stranding looks interesting because what it sounds like the story is America has basically been broken up into different, um, like, what do you call it, divisions, areas. And it's up to Sam Bridges, which is. Uh, Norman Reedus's character to really oh, yeah. bring put back together America. Apparently, that's the synopsis: is America's torn apart, and it's his job to really bring bring it back, unite it again. So that's the thing that's kind of weird with this kind of story is like, it's gonna take one person to do that. One person. All this responsibility on one person. One person to bring back America. America. <laughs> <laughs> This looks interesting. How is it post-apocalyptic, though? Because every society just collapsed, and yeah, society's collapse. Just... Um, I mean, society's collapse. There's no structure. I mean, there is some structure, but not the way we know it. I see. Yeah. So, because I know there's like, isn't there aliens in there too, or like some weird creatures? That's the thing. I'm not sure. This is like the the most different take on post-apocalypse I've seen. I don't even know if it's quite post-apocalyptic, but there there's definitely definitely tropes in there that relate to the post-apocalypse. Okay, so it's more society. like sci-fi, though, probably, right? Yeah, but it's the the society has fallen. We're talking, and there's only remnants yeah. left, and so it's okay. So we'll count we'll count that as post-apocalyptic. So, I right, count. All right. it. I count it. All right. So um, let's 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 end this episode with uh what we should do to prep you know for a post-apocalyptic event ah, okay because right? right now in california they said the great fault earthquake. has has moved since what? that earthquake that happened there's an earthquake that happened in compton and Wait. the fault line moved shit really did you download the my shake app have you heard of that no but my uh office has the Earthquake drills, remember? Yeah. Or we did it. Yeah, and we I, did it. We did that drill in uh, in response to the earthquake we had the day before. Ah, oh, okay. Because we're supposed to be due for a big one. So. And you're right. There's a three point five. Yeah. So what's some things to do to prepare for it, Kenny? Okay. Well, I would say the most realistic thing that could actually really happen to anyone right now is natural disaster, because it really does feel like a post-apocalypse. Because what happens is. When you're surrounded in a natural disaster, chances are a lot of infrastructure is going to be broken and no one is going to be there to help you right away. Immediate relief is not going to be there. And it's going to feel chaotic because everything you've known is not going to be there. So we're talking about running water probably won't work. Electricity is going to be down. Internet it's, will still be there. You think so? Yeah. No, it won't. If like 
something a natural disaster happened to the west coast yeah are you talking about like worldwide or well, like mean, okay in let's be real let's region? be realistic okay so okay. If, say you're in america on the west coast say you're in california yeah. earthquake earthquakes definitely possible that's going to knock down power lines it's going to knock down water so everything that you know utilities is going to be out okay yeah if you're like in the midwest somewhere tornado alley tornadoes could hit if you're in the east or yeah east coast a hurricane something like a hurricane yeah. or a snowstorm a really really heavy snowstorm could knock things out i right? see those are all real world events that could happen and has happened and will happen dang so well you you would supply yourself with food a lot of water how much water do you think you'll need you need you need at least two weeks worth two weeks that's what i've heard Shit. How many Dude, balls of water is that? It's a fucking lot. A lot of fucking water. All right. I'm going to get a bunch of water. And then how much food? You don't need that much food because all you need is more water than you need food, right? Yeah. You need, you need more water than you do need food. Okay. So you could eat one meal a day, yeah. probably. Yeah. It's a can of beans. Can, can of beans, beans a day, right? Yeah. Okay. Can of beans. What would be good for instant food, like? That lasts a while. Canned food. Canned food, definitely. Dry foods. Uh, What's what a dry food? Like bars. Oh, no, I wouldn't say bars, but like stuff like chips, those kind of things. Like that's what I mean by dry foods. Okay. So that um, clothes, you need some clothes? clothes, some basic necessities like clothes. Well, it depends on where you are. And I think you can survive without clothes. I mean, depending if you're like, in California, when earthquake hits, I don't. I, you're okay. Clothes aren't okay. that important. Do you need defense? I. We're not fighting zombies, see. but <laughs> people could go crazy. <laughs> no. uh, I, I would say, I don't. Well, a knife. Bring a knife with you because it's. Uh, you never know. It's really more for utilities. Like you never know when when you might need to cut something, or open something. A utility tool. It's All versatile. Right. A versatile tool. I'm not gonna say weather for protection, but I would pray that in a time of need, that humanity would be, would be more united and work together. Okay. Look at Kenny, so positive. I know. Look at me, so like. First thing I think about was like someone's gonna try to rob me for all my water. <laughs> or, or I'm gonna go robbing. I'm gonna go looting. <laughs> all right, I'm gonna bring a samurai sword then for my Good utility, time. for my utility tool. Okay. Sure. So okay. that's the thing. Anyone that's uh, in a region where it's high chance—not high chance, but like there's a chance of a natural disaster—make sure you get some of these supplies. And I think the thing is, I think too, you might. You know, there's, there might be internet. I Why mean, would there be internet? Because you have cell phones. Yeah, but cell phones don't... They use cell towers. Cell towers are going to be knocked down. Satellite. Roaming, I don't have a hello. satellite phone. I don't have a satellite phone. Do you have a well, satellite some, phone? Some phones might work, okay? Because I know that my phone works when I'm out of country. Okay. And it might... I don't know how it works. Maybe it's using some like other connection. You're using but, the local cell towers. But see if okay, so let's say the cell towers still work. Okay, you would need battery packs. All right, so people you right. need, also need battery packs. Okay, so who are you gonna call? Battery packs. Who are you gonna call? 
You're just gonna call people on the other Not side the of the world. Ghostbusters. Like, I'm telling you. You're gonna call, call somebody. You're like, hey, <laughs> something just happened in California. You know. Yeah. So, I think that's essential. I mean, that's not the top list. Resources right. are the first, and then also discuss with your family and your friends uh, uh, certain checkpoints and um, certain like uh, uh, forward operating bases. <laughs> a fob, yeah, yeah. Well, look, you just need a. Pl- okay, so here's the thing. Here's how I feel about that stuff. It's good to have a plan. But no plan ever survives the battle, or what? How's it ever go? Like, like Mike Tyson said, everyone has a plan to get punched in the face. Okay, yeah. well, it's better to have a plan than no True. plan when you get punched in the face. But I'm <laughs> saying it's more important to be adaptable and being, learning how to survive. I don't know. There I don't know go. what I'm saying. Two but weeks of water. Imp- all right, that's the most important thing. Out of this whole thing, out of this whole episode. The best thing that you could have taken out of this episode was you need two weeks of water if post-apocalyptic was upon us, all right? Yeah. Actually, I want to add one more thing. I want to add one more thing. All right, what? If you don't have two weeks of water, that's important, but I think I would even argue that something equally important or just as important is something that has important sentimental value because say you survive you still gotta live you need something to help you get through it because it's gonna that's be true. mentally taxing i know this guy you're right that's true yeah so if you're like a, yeah, if you're, yeah exactly if you're a kid just bring a bring a bring your favorite toy i don't know something that bring brings your you. uh your switch you know make sure switch. your battery packs are charged <laughs> 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 but all right so uh that's gonna be our 24th episode man so mm-hmm. that was a good one we 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 help people recognize their uh existential is that what it's called existential crisis crisis yep um and how to survive upcoming uh apocalypse you know mm-hmm. so tune in again guys for more informative information like this <laughs> uh our 25th episode is gonna be our big episode for our raffle Mm-hmm. After that, we got big things planned and a lot of changes. So, again, follow us on all. We ha- we're I think we're on all so uh, podcast distributors. So just search for us, Instagram and Twitter. Search up Hold Up FK or Hold Up FK Podcast, and uh, yeah, follow us and and uh, say what's up. All right, see you, everybody. Bye.